Welcome to Freedom Now with Peter Asanful. Freedom Now is brought to you by the Spirit Life People, a ministry that focuses on teaching you how to live and walk in the Spirit so that you can manifest Christ's freedom in your life. It is our prayer that you shall be transformed as you receive the word from the Lord today. And now, here's your host, Peter Asanful. Amen. You know, I want you to be very attentive today because today, the Spirit of the Lord is going to pour an, a grace upon everybody. It's, this, this is a very unique one. You see, some of us, we are not able to be triggered by the word we hear. We have to be encouraged, motivated. But the Lord said he's going to pour out the Spirit today upon us in a special way. That just by hearing his word, it will trigger joy in you. It will trigger celebration in you. Are you here with me, somebody? Yeah. You know, there are some people, they, they have to hear other things because, before they get excited. But that grace is coming upon you. Amen. So today we are looking at how to get spiritual understanding. Remember, in this month of repentance, we have established that understanding is the main trigger for repentance. Are you getting it? Last, the very first Sunday, we learned about what repentance is. Okay? Metanoa, which means after you have received the gospel, your mind is changed. And then you turn your ways. You go to a better way. The way of the Lord. Amen. Last week we learned three kinds of understanding. Right? You, you remember them? The first one is what? News. Or no yo. It's all part of it. And the second one is what? Danoya. And the third one is what? Sunesis. As for the Sunesis there, if you, if you forget the two, Sunesis you should not forget. Why am I saying that? Because Sunesis is the practical understanding. It's when you're able to connect theories together. It's amen. Amen, somebody. So today we are learning how to get it. We have learned that understanding is key. But how do you get understanding? We have learned what those understandings are. Are you getting it? We are about how do you get spiritual understanding? How does it come? Amen. How can one get spiritual understanding? It's very powerful. It's not so. Very, very powerful. So let's let's send our Bibles to Colossians chapter number one. Colossians chapter number one. I read from verse number 9. Colossians chapter number 1 from verse number 9. It says, For this reason we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you, and ask that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will, in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. I repeat, that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will, filled with the knowledge of his will, in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. Meaning that every single child of God must have spiritual understanding on top of your wisdom. 
Amen. Spiritual understanding is key. So how do you get it? Amen. Because when you, when you go through the series that we have gone through, remember I said on the first day that what triggers repentance is when the gospel is preached. So you must, there must be a reason for repentance. Right? So the gospel is preached. And then when the gospel is preached, the person enters into a stage of understanding. And then when you enter into the stage of understanding, then it triggers belief. And when you believe, action is taken. Are you getting it? I want to paint that picture for you to get. First of all, the gospel is preached. Understanding is derived. Then, repentance. Having a 360 turn around in the direction of the word is triggered. Are you getting it? But how can a person understand? That is what we're going to learn today. I'm giving you the only way spiritual understanding comes. Spiritual understanding comes only from God. Spiritual understanding comes from the Holy Spirit, from God himself. Why? Because nobody by himself or herself can understand anything that is of God unless God grants him or her the understanding. In other words, you cannot get into the realm where that word that you have received, that gospel you have received, is dominating your thinking. Until God makes it in such a way that in your mind, the message you heard will be playing back to you all the time. It is only God who can do that. Let me tell you something. You know, from day one, when God created man, he gave man his free will. You understand? Because he has set the tone for him, right? So that at the end of the day, he'll be able to do something. The moment, no, 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 no let me put it this way. Not like free will to do whatever he wants to do, but gave him the right within the confines of God's will to do the things in accordance to the will of God. Right? When he failed, when he sinned, Satan now turned man against God. In fact, the spirit of the devil, what it does is that the devil turns us or turns people against God. Try to pitch man against God. So he makes you to become self-conscious instead of God-conscious. Are you getting it? So a somebody without the holy spirit cannot think about god if god cannot make someone think about god nobody can that is why repentance is the work of god are you get what i'm saying repentance is the work of god because it is god who make you he is the one who prompt your mind to say hey why now also know it will not end you well so have a 360 turn around. It is God. Because until God intervenes, the devil will not allow you to go in the way of God. He will pitch you against God and make God feel that you don't want to do his will. But it's the devil that is working also through you. But today you're going to flow in the spirit and understand that God is at work. So you must know. That is why you see, when you come to church, eh? will tell you raise your hands and you don't do it say amen you don't do it it is not god who is working 
It's not God. When you come to church and you are sleeping, it's not God who is working. When you come to church and you are not paying attention, it's not God who is working. I'm going to show you. I'm going to be very practical today. I'm going to show you. Because anybody who, who the Spirit of the Lord is working through, let me tell you, you are full of joy when you are receiving the word. Everything you are asked to do, you do it. It's only the person who is not under the influence of the Holy Spirit who, who refuses to do something. No, let's shout, the person is quiet. Let's, no, it's not God who is at work. One of the things I realize the devil makes us feel is that he makes us feel shy. Shyness is not from God, it's from the devil. Oh, I'm shy. Hey, you know, there are beautiful ladies in there. I don't want someone to say that I'm, I'm dancing to the Lord. Ah, you, you think being gentle, the lady will love you. You will tell you that you are fake. Are you here with me, somebody? Isaiah chapter 11. Amen. Are you here with me? I want to show you something. Amen. Isaiah chapter number 11. I read from verse number 1. Isaiah chapter 11 from verse number 1. Can you hear me? Alright. He said, There shall come forth a rod from the stem of Jesse and a branch shall grow out of his roots. Verse 2. Can we all read it together? One to go. The spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. The spirit of wisdom and understanding the spirit of counsel and mind the spirit of the knowledge and of the fear of the lord i read verse 3 his delight is in the fear of the lord and he shall not judge by sight of his eyes nor decide by the hearing of his ears praise the lord now this is what mostly um, has been described as the seven spirits of god okay the seven spirits of god one I'm going to teach about the seven spirit of God. And the seven spirit of God is one, the spirit of the Lord, the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of understanding, the spirit of counsel, mind, the spirit of the of the, the spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. Are you getting it? Now, when we are talking about the spirit, seven spirits of God, we are not talking about the seven different kinds of the spirit of God. It is only one spirit. God is one. God is spirit. But when we look at it from this angle, we are talking about how God manifests himself in us. In us. So when the spirit of God is in us, what happens is that everything that we do reflects the spirit. Are you here with me? Reflects God. Everything that we do reflects God. Are you here with me, somebody? when you don't have the spirit of god in you you will not have one you will not have wisdom you will not have understanding you will not have the spirit of counsel you will not have the spirit of might you will not have the spirit of the knowledge in other words you don't know anything you will not have the spirit of the fear of the lord are you here with me are you here the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the lord many people don't fear god again because the spirit of the Lord is not working them again. They don't fear, they don't fear at all. 
As I, I, I told you the last, the last time, the story I shared with you. That they are in church, but their mind is somewhere. They don't fear God again. They don't. Master, I don't want to go into some examples. But you know a lot of those examples I want to share. You know me, I like sharing some kind of examples. How can you be a child of God and you don't fear God? God tells you sleep at 10. You say, no, I'm meeting someone, I'll sleep at 12. You don't fear God. You don't fear God. Pray at 12 midnight. He said, no, I have MTM free call from 12 midnight to 4 a.m. Let me speak with my loved one. You don't fear God. If you fear God, the spirit will tell you, don't make that free call. That free call time is for prayer time. Are you here with me? But let's, let's stay on our subject today. I don't want to digress. I enjoy talking those things, you know, because they are very nice. He said, the spirit of understanding. He said, the spirit of understanding. It is the Holy Spirit who brings understanding. You see, the reason many people end up arguing on the word of the Lord is because they are lacking the spirit of understanding. When the word of the Lord is delivered, it comes with understanding. When the word is delivered, at that penetrative moment, understanding is released. If you refuse to flow in that understanding, what happens is that the devil will come and steal the word from your heart. That is what the devil wants to do. He wants to steal the word from your heart. He doesn't want you to understand so that you can repent. Remember, don't forget that repentance means after you have considered the information, the message. So when the gospel is preached to you, now you think through the gospel and then you have the 360 turn around in your life. That is what the devil doesn't want you to have. He doesn't want you to understand it because he knows if you understand that prayer can move mountains in your life, you'll be praying and then he will not be able to put those pillars or obstacles your way. He knows that when you lay your hands, the day you understand that you can heal the sick, the day you understand, you will not spend a person going to hospital. So he doesn't want you to understand. So what he's going to do is that he will prevent you from understanding that when you lay your hands on yourself, you can heal yourself so that you don't end up spending money. And he'll be telling you, oh, science is not a problem. Listen, God wants you to do his will and his will alone. Anything that God does not recommend, it is not his will. He wants you to understand. You remember last week we read Matthew chapter 13. When we read it and I explained to you, he said that, when the gospel of the kingdom is preached and then people don't have understanding the devil comes to steal what is planted in their heart it is only at the point you lack understanding that the devil can steal what is in your heart but i declare over your life from today that the spirit of understanding will be evident in your life from today in the mighty name of jesus the spirit of the lord the seven spirit and one of them is understanding as i am teaching you right now accompanying every word i'm saying is the spirit of understanding that is why let me tell you as you are hearing me if i ask you do you understand some of you you fall within any of those three kinds of understanding you either fall in the neuro or you go to dananoia or you are the sunesis some sometimes you'll be thinking wow this thing that apostle is teaching this is why this thing happened in my life i can relate this to what is going on in my life that is why you are operating in sunesis. Are you getting what I'm teaching you? So understanding is key. Say understanding is key. 
the holy spirit is the one who brings spiritual understanding your flesh cannot generate spiritual understanding your flesh want to gossip the spirit of the lord wants you to pray your flesh wants you to think all over the place and be thinking about things which will not bring glory to the father your flesh the devil wants your flesh to be thinking contrary to what the spirit of the lord wants you to think are you here with me somebody every time you lack spiritual understanding it's not because you you are the one doing it because the enemy is obstructing you from receiving from the lord but today anything that brings a blindfolding weapon upon your life anything that brings a spell i block it over your life in the mighty name of jesus christ i block it revelation chapter number five revelation chapter number five Revelation chapter number 5. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And I read verse number 6. Revelation chapter number 5. I read verse number 6. It says, And I looked, and behold, in the midst of the throne, and of the four living creatures, and in the midst of the elders stood the Lamb, as though it had been slain, having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God, sent out into all the earth then he came and took the scroll out of the right hand of him who sat on the throne so where is the seven spirit operation it's operational in all of the earth so god has sent all of his spirit into the world so now you and i we are supposed to be operating in spiritual understanding we are supposed to be operating in spiritual knowledge we are supposed to be operating in spiritual wisdom we don't lack it as long as we're a child of god your life is a representation of what god has made available in this world from today you shall have understanding are you here with me it is very important with that we get it because in romans chapter number one verse 17 the bible says that for the gospel of jesus christ is the power of god unto what salvation this is what devil doesn't want you to have because he knows that the moment you receive and understand the gospel you will be saved you are going through financial difficulties the moment you understand that jesus took away your poverty so that you can walk in riches he knows you will be prosperous in money terms he doesn't want you to understand that so he will do everything he will do everything and let me tell you something the devil knows the power of God's word. Are you getting it? The power of God's word. Now, I, I, let, let me just bring you a picture in here. Why understanding is critical. Go to Ephesians chapter number 6. Ephesians chapter number 6. Ephesians chapter number 6. It says, I read from verse number 15. And having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace, above all, taking the shield of faith, with which you'll be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. Look at verse um, 17. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Now, if you remember Joshua, you remember the book of Joshua, when um, he was about to go to war, and then what happened was that God appeared and said, as the captain.
captain of the lost army, I have come with a drawn sword. A sword is a weapon. And someone must make use of that sword or that weapon to wage war. The ability of God, God's power, what God uses to do whatever he wants to do is his word. The weapons of God are his word. He said we take the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Are you getting it? Until there is a word going out. There is no ability. Ability simply means what God is able to do. Whatever God is able to do is contained in the word. When God tells you you are healed, that is what he can do. When God tells you you are prosperous, that is what he can do. When God tells you you will live and you will not die, that is what he can do. Are you getting what I'm teaching you? That is why the devil doesn't want you to understand it. Because if you understand that God can heal you, you will be on the lost side. And then he will be deprived of putting that sickness and disease upon your life. There are some people, I told you about that story about the news item I watched. In which the whole family, they are blind. I was so sad. Blind. Mother is blind, father is blind, children are blind. And you want to tell me this is the will of God? No. The day they will have spiritual understanding, that blind it will open. Because the reason you're going to get understanding is that understanding is an agreement with God. God gives you his understanding. Now listen, what I am telling you, this thing that I'm telling you now, I, I will do it. Don't think about yourself. I will do it for you. I will do it. But I want you to be a partner with me. As I am telling you. So God will give you the message, okay? You remember what we read in, in Hebrews chapter number 12? Jesus is the author and the finisher. So he will give you the gospel. He will tell you all the good things he can do for you. Then he will now come through the gospel, the words that he has said to you. He will come into you, help you to understand, take hold of those words, and then make them happen in your life. How awesome is that? How awesome is that? So at the end of the day, you, you are just a vessel. You don't really have any critical role to play. Everything from end to finish, it is God who starts it and it is God who finishes. Let me show you a word. Colossians chapter. Let's go back to Colossians. Sorry. Philippians. Sorry. Sorry. Philippians. Let's go to Philippians. I want, I want to show you something exciting over there. Philippians chapter number 2. I read from verse number 12. Because they are, they are one together. We have to read them together. Philippians chapter number 2 from verse 12. It says, Therefore, my beloved, as you have obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Now, many people read this particular verse and they are thinking, oh, I'm supposed to work out my salvation. What it means is that see your salvation inside have to manifest but let me show you how god is going to do it the verse 13 can we all read it together one to go for it is god who works in you both to will and to do for his good pleasure come on shout a good amen who is working and who is working who is working so it is god who is working in us so when god is not working in you you will not have full understanding of what, of what he's saying. You will not have it. You'll be thinking, this is not possible. Remember what Jesus was saying about rich people. You know, they came to him and said, listen, how can a rich man go to heaven? 
after he has given a parable that he said it is different for a rich man to go to heaven than um, a camel to go through the eye of the needle. And then they came and asked him, he said, how, how then who can go to heaven? And he said, with man, this is impossible. But with God, going to heaven as a rich person is possible. Because it's only God who can make you so rich. And he's the one who can make you not to be blinded by your riches. And keep you humble. And give you a good understanding of why you are rich. Be a giver. Be a blesser. And do beautiful things. And don't lose your heaven. Are you getting what I'm saying? I tell you that you can be so rich, so prosperous, and still make it to heaven. Because it's God who makes it possible. You will not be like that rich fool. Who after he got so much money, he said, let's throw a party. Ah, Carando. Let's go and charter Boomerang Nightclub and have a party. And then he wanted to have a party. And God said, you are a fool. The reason for your riches is not to throw parties. The reason I've, made, I've given you so much wealth is not that you'll be throwing parties every weekend. And, and, and be chilling them. You said that's not the reason. So today, I'll, I'll, I'll take the money from you. Are you here with me, somebody? So say, God is at work in me. He's the one who brings us the spirit of understanding. Until God makes you to understand his word, I tell you, the opposite is happening. Say, I, I don't understand, I don't understand. No, 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 you understand. The enemy doesn't want you to understand. If it's left with you alone, you will fully understand. The only thing that is fighting against your understanding is the enemy, not God. God comes with understanding to your spirit. Even to an unbeliever. Look at what Jesus said in John chapter number 6. John chapter number 6. Are you there? Let's read verse number. Let's read from verse number 41 so that you can get the reason Jesus answered them in verse 45. John chapter number 6, verse 41. It says, The Jews then complained about him because he said, I am the bread which comes down from heaven. And they said, It's not this Jesus, the son of Joseph, whose father and mother we know. <laughs> How is it then that he says, I have come down from heaven? See, these people lack spiritual understanding. They didn't have it. Jesus therefore answered them and said to them, Do not murmur among yourselves. Verse 44. Can we already together one to go? No one can come to me unless the Father who sent me draws him and I'll raise him up at the last day. Did you see that? So no one comes to Jesus unless the father the holy spirit brings the person so when he's coming when we're talking about salvation it is the power of god the gospel sorry is the power of god unto salvation because the holy spirit takes hold of his own good news and uses to rescue people from their bondage so nobody by him or herself can say i am coming to church i am coming to jesus that is why as a church we must pray for the salvation of souls until we pray for them they cannot by themselves come because the devil will do everything to prevent them he will bring questions into their heart he will bring oh you know what i wanted to come to church i wanted to follow you but something came up my mother died my mother was sick this problems from here and there and there and because of that the person will not be able to follow but when you pray and you say father holy spirit go before me go and touch that person's heart so that the person can receive the gospel as soon as you go and then you preach 
the person will say i believe because the spirit of the lord is at work taking hold of his own words in the life of the person and turning a person into a believer shouted glorious amen somebody so let's go to john chapter number 16. we're going to do some bit of learning in john chapter 16 because i want to show you something john 16 john chapter number 16 i read from verse number um, i read from verse number five john 16 i read from verse number five but now i go away to him who sent me and none of you ask me where are you going but because i have said these things to you sorrow has filled your heart nevertheless i tell you the truth it is to your advantage that i go away for if i do not go away the helper will not come who will not come who will not come who will not come the helper in other words the holy spirit is coming to help us to do the will of the father without the holy spirit nobody can do the will of god write it down without the holy spirit nobody can do the will of god nobody can help you i cannot help you I cannot help you are you here with me he said the helper will not come to you but if I depart I will send him to you verse number eight and when he has come he will convict the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment verse nine of sin because they do not believe in me of righteousness because I go to my father and you see me no more and of judgment because the ruler of this world is judged praise the lord so what does it mean to be convict what what is the convicting work of the holy spirit what does it mean now the word convict here comes from the greek word illeco 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 e-l-e-j-c-h-o illeco now illeco simply means to bring to light to bring to light so now the holy spirit when we are preaching the gospel will present a proof to the unbeliever and let the unbeliever know that listen this life that you find yourself in this life that you are in this life of sickness this life that nothing goes on well with you this life that you are struggling and going through in circles this life i have a better plan for you he will come with proof and bring to light help you out of darkness are you here with me he will help that person out of darkness so the holy spirit would, would would take hold of the preaching of the gospel and help people and realize that hey i've been sitting in darkness i didn't know i can have a better life i didn't know that i can enjoy a good life i didn't know now i know it's the work of the holy spirit that is why when we go out there to preach we often get a lot of people receiving the gospel because whatever state they are in whatever level they are in their life it is brought to the light because when the light throws upon darkness it exposes whatever is in darkness i was i was sharing a story what happened to me recently with the pastors in the pastor's training one day i went for evangelism okay with my with our bishop and then i don't think i've shared that story in church i've only said i was shared in church no i've only shared with the pastors so what happened was that we were um abosokan you see the roundabout over there and then we were, we were, we were, we were many and we were sharing the gospel. 
So I met these two gentlemen, and then one of them, apparently they were and they were a driver and his mate. So when we were, I approached them. I said, "Can I have a word with you? I only need when I go for evangelism, I take maximum two to three minutes. I'm done. Can I have some few minutes with you to share the gospel with you?" And they, and they concurred and they and they stood. So I started talking to them. I said, "You know, Jesus loves you," and I started saying all those nice things about the gospel. Then boom, all of a sudden. My eyes started seeing in the spirit. And I saw something about this gentleman. And I said, listen, I see you being a teacher. I see you standing before a chalkboard. You are writing. And then I started saying all the things that I was seeing. Right? And then the gentleman said, no, I'm not a teacher. I'm a driver. I'm a driver. I said, no, you are a teacher. I said, no, I'm not a, I'm not a teacher. I'm a driver. I was so sure of what I saw. So I continued telling him what I was saying. After I was done, in fact, whilst I was talking, I was not even done, I saw him smiling. Then I asked him, why are you smiling? And he, re he responded and said, and I remember, I used to be a pupil teacher. Now listen, first of all, he denied that he was a teacher. Now, the Holy Spirit, whilst I was telling him all the gospel, the good news that I was seeing, the Holy Spirit quickly took hold of the word and went to prompt him and said, hey, have you forgotten that you were you, were, you answered people teacher? And the guy said, oh, I was a people teacher. And I said, okay, so now you understand that I saw right, right? And he said, then I said same, a lot of deep things about the, the guy's life. And the guy said, hey, who are you? It's like everything that I was telling him, he now realized that it was so true. Then I went to the second gentleman. And I also said so many things. The Lord made me to see so many things about that guy. And I, by the time I was done with him, and I said, are you ready to receive Jesus as your Lord? The guy just raised his hand. There, there's no argument. It's not about Charlie. Uh, he just raised his hand. He said, suffer bumpire, mommy. Those were his words. Those were his words. And I led those two to Christ, prayed for them, and I handed over the invitation. I, I invited them to our, our bishop's church. I didn't bring them here. And then I said, Make sure you meet me. And I received a call from Bishop and told me that some two gentlemen came to church yesterday. They said we're looking for Apostle Peter. And I said, which one too is Apostle Peter? That's not Apostle Peter. And he said, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, they came. They said, yeah, they came. I said, thank you. When the gospel was preached, the Holy Spirit took hold of his own words and brought understanding. And the moment understanding came, salvation happened. So shall it be your story from today whatever that has not brought understanding you receive understanding today and your life shall be transformed until you understand there's no transformation write it down don't think about don't think about transformation when you don't understand i mean if you're in university you are you are schooling right now and you you go for lectures and you don't understand what your lecture taught you when the examination comes what are you going to write you're going to look at the paper and be praying psalm 23 lord is my shepherd I shall not want. Master, answer. You didn't understand. The question is coming to test your understanding. That's why we write examinations. We don't write examinations because um, our lectures want us to fail in life. No, they just want to test if what the lecture does we understand. That's all. When the enemy comes your way, he's coming to test your understanding of the word that you have heard today. You, know, you, are, you are dead and all of a sudden you start feeling some stomach ache and like where from this where from this and you are questioning yourself and then you go to the hospital the hospital the doctor tells you you have stomach ulcer 
Let's say, oh, is that the case? Then, then you take medication. And then you, you, you go and drink all the medication. And you've been drinking. In fact, some of the medications they give you, they want you to be on it for life. The doctor told you you have stomach ulcer. You believed him. You took all the medications home. You believed him. And you consumed them. And you are still having the repetition. In fact, I, I learned something about that demon called stomach ulcer. It, it has something they call um, deferred, referred pain. You know, do you know referred pain? You know, the thing is in your stomach. I, that demon is so bad. Oh, uh, some ugly demon. Stomach ulcer. If you have it today, you'll be healed before you live here. You don't understand what I'm teaching you. According to what I read, when sometimes, you see, you'll be having like uh, anxiety attack. Your heart is like... It's not your heart that has any problem. It's stomach ulcer. You see, the pain is here. The thing is here. But it is manifesting itself in maybe your, in your heart. If you have some terrible headache and then your your, your head is aching you you go ahead you'll be taking paracetamol paracetamol it's not your head it's like that demon that is you know referring the pain that should have happened in your stomach to your head referring it to your heart referring it to your shoulder your waist i see some people are having knee pains okay when they went for the research realized there was nothing wrong with their knees they did all the body checks and realized there was stomach ulcer that was referring their pain, its pain, to the knee. I couldn't imagine. Bad demon. Now you have that experience, and then you have the understanding also, according to 1 Peter 2.24, that by his stripes you were healed. Hey, what are you going to do? Will you sit down and allow the doctors to be taking your money? Master, you wake up one morning, put your hand on your stomach. That in the name of Jesus, now understanding has come. I command you, demon, get out. That is how you deal with the devil. Until you have the understanding, like Isaiah asked, whose report have you believed? You'll be believing the doctor's report. The doctors will tell you, Charlie, your diagnosis says, and, and the, the lab reports have come. And then you have been diagnosed of this condition. This condition, there's no cure. We can only manage it for you. Oh, doctor, is that the case? So am I going to die? Oh, when I look at it, you have about six months to live. So if you have any will, start preparing your will. We can manage you. If any case, we can extend it from six months to like one year. But no matter what, according to this report, you will die anybody that's there's a death sentence upon your life upon your family upon any member of your family i command that demon out of your life in the mighty name of jesus hey say it's a good word any doctor's report that you are still having by the power of the holy spirit i tear them into pieces i tear them into pieces the next time you go for that medical checkup, there will be nothing in your body. There will be nothing in your blood. There will be nothing in your bones. There will be nothing. Huh? Come on. You better shout a good amen, somebody. Some of us, we are gentle. Charlie, we are receiving the short word like this. And you are just looking at me. Come on, shout a good amen, somebody. Understanding, when it comes, what happens is that everything about you aligns with the word. From today, refuse anything which is not of god refuse it say i refuse it if the report you are having in your life is not consistent with god's word say i reject it i block it i block it i block it, I block it. Ah, you go to school you go i remember those you know when we were invested in there they would tell us that the results have come now 
Say, is the result on the on the table? How could check there? Now, how 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 is Then you go and peep. I remember one day we went to write a paper and and we got a hint that they said the lecture has failed all of us. Do you know what the paper was? English paper. How can we fill the English paper? Hey, then I remember. I said, Have you gone to check yours? Is everything okay? So I'll be asking the, the like the people we know they are dons in the class. Tell me, check you. Tell me, check you. Me, check me. Check it. Hey, there shall be no failure in your life because of the success rate of the Holy Spirit. You walk out in boldness in the mighty name of Jesus. Answer. One day the Lord told me when I was in the university, he said. You're going to graduate with the first class. And I woke up from the sleep and I said, Amen. Since that day, when I started going to school, when I got to camp, I said, Oh, child, first class. And I had, a, I had a friend who said, Oh, Peter, me, I don't like first class. Oh. When I, I, all I want is something for me to go and do my master's. I said, Who needs to be a mortar? Who said, Mortar, and you said, Guinness. And you said, You said, Guinness. Who needs to be a mortar? The guy was not performing in, in, in class. So when we say first class, so me, uh, the guy got third class. And those of us who believe the report of God, oh. First class list. Then our name came up. Whoa! I had only I had almost four. I had almost four point zero. That was my GPA. My I say to the glory of the Lord. Now, if you are happy for me, celebrate so that you too you get your first class. As I when you get the first class, eh, though, you see how people will be Italian. This one is a done. It's a done. Amen. Say spiritual understanding. I'm bringing your mind to the point that. Anything that God tells you that He will do, you better understand it because He's going to do it in your life. It is going to happen in you. I get what I'm saying. When you have that understanding, you have now come into agreement with God. Even before faith comes, understanding is the bridge point. You come to the level of agreement with the Father and say, Father, whatever you have said concerning my life, I understand. I have a change of mind. That is why you cannot have understanding and still be talking like the old self. You have the faith. No, you have, you have received the gospel, the message that everything about you is going to prosper. You have come to church. You have received prophecies. You have received this. And then you, you leave church and start continue talking like your old self. Then you do not allow, allow understanding to work. When you fail not to continue in what you have heard, means that understanding does not work. Amen. So a Lego convicts you or convicts them. Those who are not born again. Say you are in darkness. Look at your life. Sickness. I know a man. He has diabetes. He has eye problem. He cannot see well. He has problem with the heart. He has problem with the liver. He has problem with the pancreas. He has um, um, prostate cancer. He has skin cancer. One man. He has all of these ingredients in his body. That is the soup. You see, and they want to operate him. Cannot. Everything is inside. The doctor says, no, no, if they operate on him, he will die. So nobody wants to touch him. So yeah, they are managing. I said, I want to go and heal that man. 
You believe God can cleanse all of those? He, God can raise the dead. How much more healing the sick? Do you understand it? No, how many of you understand God can heal the sick? No, if you are here, raise your hands. How many of you have seen God healing the sick before? Have you seen them? Raise your hands. I'm a living testimony here. Doctors told me, Peter, we don't have any hope for you. I have lived over 18 years since those words came to me. I have not died and I shall not die. And today, after 18 good years, I carry the revelation in my spirit that death is not my portion. And I'm living and living to declare the glory of the God. If you are one of our kind, you better shout a good amen. That is it. If you believe that you will die, then master, I, I can help you prepare your funeral. I'll take you to a funeral home. Very powerful. The body doesn't... Um, um, no, the body always looks fresh. Amen. Yeah. Are you here? Second Corinthians chapter 4. We are reading about two or three verses and we are done. Second Corinthians chapter number 4. Second Corinthians chapter number 4. We are going to read verse number 4 together. Are you there? Now let's, let me do verse 3, then you come in verse 4. Second Corinthians chapter 4, I do from verse number 3. But even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing. Can we all come in verse number 4? One to go. Whose minds the God of this age has blinded? Who do not believe, lest the light of the gospel, of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine on them. So why do people don't believe? They are blinded. If you see anyone not doing something of God, the person is blinded. Ah, let's go and pray. Me, I don't, I don't, I don't feel like praying. I don't feel like praying. Oh, let's go to church. Ah, me, ah, on, this church, church thing, I don't like it. Oh, ah, you don't like it. You are blinded. You are blinded. You know, I remember those days when we, you know, when I was much younger in assemblies to go and we go to church. We didn't go to church because we wanted to hear the word of God. How many of you have been there before? When we are very the youth. You know, we used to go to church because we want to go and chill and see the latest girl in the church and, you know, take contact and, you know, and, and, and then brag about our secondary school. You know, yeah. Now, come on, have you been there before? I've never been there before. Me, I've been there before. Yeah, you have not been there. Oh, those who have not been there, God bless you. Hey, Charlie, you are very powerful. Me, I've been there before. I, ha I had a heart, you know, if I went to Fantspin, uh, my friend, very good, close friend, he went to Presec. You know, I have another schoolmate, or got them, we, we, we are the back benches. Go and sit at the back. Sorry, no. Go and sit down there. Charlie, you don't see the chick, Charlie. Hey, she the beautiful. Hey, Charlie. And we were talking like that. We lacked spiritual understanding. We didn't have it. Father, forgive me. We didn't have it. So, what we, so we're going to church, we and hear the word. And then the, 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 the pastor will be teaching. And then say, hey, my, my, my um, brothers at the back, so what did I just say? And then, you know, we're looking at each other. You know, they say, we were not hearing you well. And then the pastor will repeat it, and then we will say it again. Then we'll be, we'll be laughing, we'll be giggling. And most of the time, we'll not even wait for the grace to be shared. As soon as... Closing prayer is going to be work out. As soon as we work out, we, we are going to wait, you know, to collect, you know, phone numbers. We lack spiritual understanding. We didn't have it. Father, forgive us. 
you know and then we receive the then when we go to you know those days it's letters not today that you pick a phone and call we'll right we're going to buy how many of you used it before scented news uh, the, the letter sheet is has perfume uh-huh then we're going vows they will write you know you know then we'll post it we never have spiritual understanding wow our parents have sent us to school to go and learn we were blinded one day you know we had to chatter um how many of you used that ford buses to cape coast before Ford, you know we are very a group of friends of ours we chatted the ford bus to a bridge to go and chase girls we nearly had an accident when i came back i said lord thank you for saving me what would what would i what was i going to tell my mom where was i going so when the devil blinds you he thinks that you are on top of the world that's the point i'm driving at when the devil blinds someone i, I told you last week that by revelation when you see someone walking blind you must have compassion if the holy spirit moves you pray for the person and heal the person i'm telling you to be blind is the most the most terrible sickness that anybody can have terrible terrible so sad when you are blind you are you see someone is holding your hands leading you anywhere they want when the devil is blinding you he leads you anywhere he wants to lead you you don't know he said when jesus said when the blind leads the blind What's going to happen to them? They're going to fall into the gutter together. Imagine you have a group of friends who don't love church stuff. Who don't love going to church. Who don't love praying. Who are not believers. What's going to happen to your life? You end up being in a house. In your hostel. You're being in a house. I mean, how can I have friends in my life today who don't love to talk about the word of God? All they want to talk about is gossip. What's the latest in Ghana? They are not helping you to stay focused in the spirit. Either you change them and you preach the gospel to them or you find a way of not allowing them to influence you. I'm not saying, you know, you, you need them. You have to, they have to come into the light. It's not like, I'm not going to tell you stop. No, no, that's not. The gospel can only go to those who don't believe when you have a relationship with them. If you have, if you have a friend who's not a believer, yes, don't, don't say, you are no more my friend. No. The person must be your friend so that you can send him the gospel. Jesus was a friend of sinners. Are you getting what I'm saying? You don't say this person, this girl, the way she is me, she can't be my friend. She can be your friend if you have a purpose for that friendship. So that that person comes into the light. Many people are walking out there, they are blinded. They are blind. They don't know what they are doing. My friend, they don't know what they are doing. Don't think when that lady is so insubordinate and doesn't respect anyone, you think that is her attitude. No, it's the devil that is causing her to behave like that. When you get spiritual understanding, what is going to happen is that everything about the person will change thank you for being a part of today's message this program was brought to you by the friends and partners of the spirit life people for further information kindly visit us at www.thespiritlifepeople.com or subscribe to our podcast and youtube channels or find us on all major social media platforms Stay blessed and always remember that in Christ Jesus, we are free.